Ladies and gentlemen of the worldwide interwebs, good evening and welcome to Joe's People. It's a Catholic podcast, but it's not totally lame. Tonight on the big show, Joe welcomes back his good friend Katie Martin as co-host. They banter about looking for a religious order where you can sleep in late and the papal document, The Way of Beauty. Then, they're joined by friends Mark Leatherman and Alex Quintana to talk about their new film, Seed of a New World, which is all about pilgrimages to Germany for the 100th anniversary of the Schoenstatt movement. (laughs) It's more Catholic fun than a papal visit to Philly. And now, the man who makes me a better cat... Wait, Joe, I'm not saying that. You're the man who told Solomon to ask God for a lakefront condo instead of wisdom. Hey, stick to the script or we'll get somebody else to do this. And now, the man who makes me a better Catholic, Mr. Joe Geisler. Hey, so thanks for that awesome intro. And uh, so so we're back broadcasting all over the interwebs. And uh, so this week I have my, my friend, uh, one of my Katies, uh, uh, Katie Martin. She's uh, my co-host again. How's it going, Katie? It's going pretty well. How are you, Joe? I'm staying out of trouble, nicely. So yeah, so... Uh, now, you're allowed to laugh. It's okay. You don't have to study. Are you it's, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm like, so yeah, I only really occasionally say what he thinks. So yeah, um, now you're no longer the abbess of the shrine now, right? That was your, was that your title? Or, Actually, it was uh, the princess of Schoenstatt. Princess of Schoenstatt. Okay, but not the yeah. abbess. Okay. Yeah, I, I abdicated yeah. my throne about, I don't know, how long ago was it? Maybe a year? Oh, was it? Something like that. Okay. Yeah, because it was right around the shrine was dedicated. So you and got the shrine was, built. And, uh, yeah. We got the shrine built. That was sort of the end. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of the end. <laughs> but you're still involved, though. So. Yes, I am still involved. I just went to Mass there on Sunday. Okay, so. cool. Yeah. And then we, uh, you, guys, you guys have that young adult adoration, too. That's, uh, we do. We, we have, occasion, yeah, so. that's hosted by Mark and Alex, actually. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's nice. coming up tomorrow, actually. That would be a good segue if we weren't done with the banter, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so music, and then yeah, so now you've been uh, lately. You've been working with these guys on the film. I have, or, yeah. Or talk about, so. I've mostly been doing the Kickstarter management, um, which means that it's publicity. So similar to what I was doing with Schoenstatt, helping with the fundraising, um, and then mm-hmm. I also have offered to help them with the premiere event, which we're hoping to do at a theater here in Austin. Oh, cool. So hopefully that'll be good. The film is set to be released in October, so we're hoping to do some sort of premiere event um, in early October. You're going to have, uh, like, spotlights and red carpet, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Like limos. Lots of like limos, yeah. lots of sparkling dresses, and, you know, like, fancy-schmancy people. So I'll talk to my personal dresser and see. Yeah. See yeah. And, uh, yeah. So. Definitely a time to fashion Bonnie or something like that. Get, get some of those. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So then, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, 
No, yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I went to the Bella World premiere in Miami. It was pretty fun. So. Oh, nice. There's a lot of priests there. So, huh. And, uh, yeah, and uh, some sort of the Miami, the Miami um, uh, film uh, people were there. And then the money people, too. Yeah. And then there was a, then the marketing people, which was sort of like a, it was sort of mom and pop marketing. So it was like a bunch of families, actually. So, but, so that was a, I got to walk yeah. on the red carpet. Actually, I, uh, I got there too early, though, to get, have any paparazzi. Because uh, I got there like an hour early, so the uh, paparazzi weren't set up <laughs> yet. So I was really disappointed. But, uh, yeah, was, you know, the paparazzi usually have bad timing, so. I know, yeah. Was, they missed out. Yeah. So, yeah, uh. Let's see. So we can talk about me now. So yeah, I, I was uh, I was realized that I normally do like a lot of charitable activities and uh, <laughs> and uh, no, but I was thinking I, I was a slacker lately. So we volunteered at a community first on uh, Village on Saturday, and uh, I was thinking about this like being charitable usually involves me getting up early on a Saturday. So yeah, like, that's think, a big sacrifice. So I know. Yeah. So yeah. like if we had something like more activities that were, I guess probably Saturday night act- volunteer activities wouldn't be any good either though. So but like a. But sure. I should bring up to the bishop, like, it'd be better if there was no... Because, like, there's no order where you can just sleep in, right? Or, like, a religious order. They're not... They're big on, like, getting up early. Not that I know of. So yeah. There's none about, like, being up at midnight or anything. So, possibly for, like, late prayers. Yeah, like, liturgy of but, the hours. But, like, the trap is they get up, like, two in the morning. Yeah. So, I don't like to stay out that late normally. But, yeah, so... But, yeah, um... Uh... Oh yeah, so we were talking about uh, totally n- total non sequitur, but yeah, I wanted to talk about because uh, this leads into the film. The uh, you introduced me to this. Um, I guess it's an encyclical or a writing of uh, uh, Pope Emeritus Benedict, right? Uh, via Pulchritudinus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the technical term actually is a document from the Plenary Assembly of the Pontifical Council for Culture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's like really long. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. very long. Via pulchritudinous would be better. It would be easier, yeah. Or just the way of beauty, right? Isn't the way of fine? beauty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Translates to that. So, um, but yeah, what do you want to know? About? Uh, well, what is it? Uh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so you'd say it's it's a it's it's a way to find God, or it's a way to uh, find the truth, or mm-hmm. um, so what's in, it a way to? In the document, they talk about how um, in the increasing incidence of a neo-pagan, sort of materialistic, um, relativistic culture. And I often say I have plenty of pagan friends. I have my Catholic friends and I got the pagans. Shout out to the pagan friends. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm going to interview one of my heathen friends actually standing in heath someday. Because we have heath in Texas, so... Actually, get like yes, as my heathen friend in there in Heath. So, but, <laughs> oh, Joe. But sorry. But yeah, anyway. It's so, just like but it's Neo, taken the pun to just Neo, a whole new level. Yeah, you have, and, yeah. We'll get pictures and stuff. Like, um, perfect. Get I Arlen to get some photos. I'm very excited for them. So, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so uh, the neo our neo neo pagan culture. Yeah, so it's a response to the neo pagan culture, and that the church sees that we really need to approach evangelization not from the typical um, first two members of the transcendentals, right? So the three transcendentals are truth, goodness, and beauty. And typically, historically, the church has approached evangelization from the point of view of truth and goodness, which are awesome. Um, But they, especially in our sort of culture, have become increasingly ineffective. 
And so the church is really encouraging all of us to turn to the way of beauty as a way of opening hearts and inspiring people to to the love that God wants to offer us through the beauty of creation. Um, and I think I saw on Facebook you liked the the other post that I is like one of my favorite posts from Dostoevsky. Um, oh, which, oh, yeah, yeah, which so. is in the end, beauty will save the world. Yeah. Um, and then your favorite one from Alyosha and the Brothers K. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, um, that lo- uh, uh, love is or no, um, uh, beauty is uh, was it awesome and terrible, uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, God and the devil are fighting there, and the battleground is the human heart. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's kind of in the document they're really returning to this this point that beauty can be that avenue that really will you know open the hearts of people and invite them into a dialogue. Um, and so that's a lot of you know what's motivating our work with this new world. No, not this new world. <laughs> this new film, Seed of a New World. Um, because we really see that it's an important part of the new evangelization um, to evangelize through beauty more than anything. And uh, see, I've told my model friends this that yeah, they have to you know, use their, their beauty for good and not evil. So yeah, yes. That's In addition important. to showing, uh, I was going to show them how to work a runway, but uh, cause, yeah, that's that's important to know too. Because they don't know already. They may not know. They may only be doing you know magazine work or whatever, not, not know how true. to do a runway. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're not going to make them a lot if you know how to work a runway. So it's, you know, yeah. that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, and how to do a turn. Yeah. So, and I can turn to the left. You're not <laughs> so, an ambi-turner. No. No, no. <laughs> so, no but, uh, um, and beauty, uh, beauty, not just in, not just visibly, right? But, uh, um, you know, the church always had like, you know, amazing music. So beautiful oh, music yeah. and, um, Absolutely. sacred poetry and, you know, it's a, along different uh, different lines right so. absolutely yeah all all forms of beauty um yeah i mean to be honest i haven't gotten all the way to the end of the document so edit that part out <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of beauty by the way we need to uh, the papal encyclicals have to be formatted better on the vatican website so i, I actually emailed them about that and they emailed me a, a response in italian that uh, that said no you can't edit our website <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> something to the effect or not that they'll sue me but just like just you know you've just been warned or something like that yeah so. but no the sisters do a great uh, they do a good job that, so it's, it's yeah more, they do there's an order they of it, so. they've actually gotten better they put in a plug-in and everything now and uh um so it's uh yeah but, i mean you can find any sort of document just by google searching it whereas before i think it would land you on the home page of the vatican website and then you would have to yeah so they've indexed through it. yeah that's pretty so, sweet, yeah. which is helpful, definitely. But yeah, I've offered to help them, so. But I don't know. That's very generous. Of it you, is. Jim. I uh, I figured I'd go with USCCB because they might be less likely to sue me, so I'm, I may try to just work with them instead. Okay. So. Yeah. But yeah. Go with that route. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Speaking of uh, uh, via pulchritudinous, so, so we'll eventually uh, um, uh, that leads into the film. So we'll. Uh, um, We'll be talking about all the all the beautiful images that uh, Mark and Alex will be bringing us in the film. So. Absolutely. So, so we'll take a break and we'll be back with Joe's people. This is Mary McClory, M Little C Big C Little L O R Y, and you're listening to Joe's People. Hey, folks! We want to let you know that the Joe's People Amazon store is open for business. Just go to joespeople.com and click on our store link at the top. 
or you can go directly at joespeople.com store. We have some of Joe's favorite Catholic books, music, and movies. We have both paper and Kindle books, and music by Catholic musicians, including one of Joe's favorites, composer and pianist Eric Jenis. Come check us out. That's joespeople.com store. Thanks, and God bless. All right, cool. So we are back, and now we're joined by Mark and Alex. And um, so, so I've known I've known Mark for a while. So, uh, so you're sort of you're, you're my buddy Sean's uh, sort of apprentice, or yeah, that's uh, right, or protege, as you will. And uh, and you did that awesome video for the uh, uh, for our Eucharistic procession. And I was thinking, uh, since I got you the gig, you put a little cameo of me in there, so that was kind of good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Was, uh, <laughs> if only I could have plugged, had a had a shirt on or a uh, Joe's People shirt on, it would have helped. So. Could but, I should have photoshopped that in for you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay, I could do that. Um, or I'll start with you on. Um, uh, see, this is what James would do. I don't know why I'm listening to James, but uh, he would normally just ask, like, you know, start at the beginning, like, uh, where were you born and where did you grow up. So where were you born? Where did you grow up? <laughs> that was a question. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know who this James was. So. <laughs> Waiting for an explanation. So, James would be hurt that you don't know who James is. <laughs> you do I know apologize. who James is. You, you had a beer with him on Rainy Street a week ago. Yeah. Not James. Yeah, that's James. Uh, okay. Yeah, cool guy. It's a, He may or may not listen to the podcast. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lose your fans here. So, yeah, I was born in... Um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, actually. See, I didn't know that. See, these are uh, yeah, I, these are questions yeah. I should ask at a party, but I don't usually. Do, <laughs> so I have the podcast. So, and you grew up there, and then. Well, no, I moved to Texas, Longview, Texas, when I was ten. So, actually, grew up there. You know? I think I was more marked by the small town Texas life than New Mexico life. Oh, okay, cool. And then uh, came to Austin as quick as I could. That's uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Came here for college. We need more people here, if anything. We want more people know, here. Right? So it's. I was trying to go for that hundred a day line. Yeah, yeah. Try to yeah, yeah, aim for that. So, um, and then now, uh, yeah. Tell us about your education now, because so you're a filmmaker. But what else are you? Yeah, so, I'm a filmmaker and an electrical engineer. Like, and that's not a, that's, that's normally not a standard combination, right? So, that's not uh, no. Although my buddy Bill, the sound guy, he he does sound and he's also an electrical engineer. So. Cool. Yeah, I feel like there's a big community of electrical engineers out there who want to do more creative type work to actually we wouldn't have a film industry if it weren't for electrical engineers so exactly hope in to fact, combine people them. That, that, that design electronics i mean they're really the unsung heroes of, uh, of our society isn't that's yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> katie's trying to keep a straight face so things like that. but uh actually somebody pointed out that like structural engineers and architects um you know the big the big um, contribution they make to uh, to um, music, because you know, in order to in order to uh, you know for the symphony to exist, right, it has to exist in a in a theater that's been, or you know, it, it works best in a, in a uh, auditorium, right, that's been engineered. So, yeah. Even back to like the old uh, um, uh, the old Greek plays, right, where they were designed so like you could hear a hear a whisper from the stage in the back row. So. Yeah. But I digress. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But that happens a lot. So, uh, so yeah. So you studied. You decided to study engineering and also uh, filmmaking. Yeah, I'm actually finishing my engineering right now. Got a okay. year left. Um, actually, uh, I had a stint in the seminary in between there. I left engineering for a while. Went to the seminary. Uh, kind of decided that wasn't for me, so I came back. You discerned out. 
I just turned out, yeah, I found um, out later on there's a word for that. I know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't aware, and I use that a lot now, like, they're like, hey, you gonna come to my party? I'm like, nah, I just turned out. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna go, I decided it was gonna be too late, so I'm not doing it. But, but yeah, so you were, uh, did a uh, stint in the seminary, and then, uh, um, discerned out. So, uh, yeah. or, uh, we, um, so UT has the, uh, RTF school, right? So you've been... They do. You've been putting in time there, or you? No, been, uh, haven't stepped foot in the building actually. Oh, really? <laughs> I've learned everything I know from just uh, either friends or you know just straight up working hard, trying to learn it myself. Sean's taught me a lot, obviously. Okay, going with the medieval, the medieval route. Where yeah, you have that, the master and apprentice and all that. Things. I think that's that the way to out, go. It worked out well. So you did, you did a good job on the uh, uh, on the the Eucharistic uh, um, procession. Appreciate uh, it. And then. Uh, um, Okay, yeah. So let's switch to uh, let's switch to Alex. So what now? What's your what's your story now? Why you know, and why are you working with this guy? Uh, <laughs> those are two tense questions. <laughs> now, my if, yeah, I was born in Alaska, which is a weird place to, okay, to be yeah. born. But my, we were there because my dad was in the oil business. Um, so that took me around a few different places: California, after that, and Louisiana, until moving to Texas, and that's where, like Mark, I guess I call it home, because that's since fourth grade. Uh, and so yeah I kind of uh, put down my roots in Houston and then once we got to college I went to UT that's where I met Mark in the first place Uh, I was in mechanical engineering and finished mechanical engineering worked in a couple years in the oil business in Houston then took a similar route I went down to the seminary in South America and uh Put a year in there and discerned out as you as you put it so nicely earlier, and uh, <laughs> even though it was an awesome an awesome experience is with the Shunstat community, the Shunstat Fathers community, and obviously marked both of our lives, and uh, came back here and still with the passion to share this Shunstat spirituality and be involved in it here in Austin. And now, um, yeah, so now so you both are in uh, involved in Shunstat. Now, how did you? Uh... How did you first get involved with it? Was it a, or through Mark or how? Uh, uh, I guess you could say I kind of got involved with it through Mark. Mark kind of got involved with it through these guys that came up from Chile, where the movement is really big, and they came as missionaries to share the spirituality with other college guys in the United States. They decided. Uh, I'm not sure the full reasoning of why they decided the U.S., but they came to UT, uh, where the movement was kind of present, and they were cool guys that were just here to share the faith. Well, we were both involved at the Catholic Center at UT. Cool. And we jumped in with it. Kind of so people found faith at the UCC. That's, that's <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, I got friends over there. They're good people. No, just, uh, no, see, most people go to, go to, uh, go to college and then they, they have some kind of faith crisis, right? So uh, yeah. it's kind of good to, uh, yeah. really the opposite. But I've had friends even at Notre Dame, they found, they found Jesus. So yeah, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> it was, uh, it was good. Uh, it, I, I've, I've Notre Dame friends too, mostly. For, at, as far as I know, but yeah. Um, Hopefully, they're still friends. <laughs> Maybe not anymore. <laughs> so, um, don't worry. We'll edit out all the awkward parts. Depending <laughs> <laughs> on depending on whether they make good radio or not. <laughs> so, so the Katies were on, and they talked about the Shonestop movement. Oh, okay. And so, um, any of my listeners who are actually, you know. Um, who've listened to my, you know, all of my podcasts the way everybody should they would already know about it. but um, do you guys want to give your take on the, the Schoenstatt movement or uh, um, I'll, I'll let you guys decide which he wants to talk about it um, yeah, or well, you know what is it meant to you I, I guess would be a, maybe a better, a better question because we already had we've had the background before about it being a Marian movement and, okay yeah you know all the 
parts of it. So, <clears throat> Alex was saying how we were invited by some Chilean missionaries. I donn't even know where Chile was at that point. Yeah. We were actually tricked into it. Uh, they invited us to a barbecue on the beach. Oh. So what college kid wouldn't think that was fun? We get into the car, and it's the three Chileans and Father Jesus, oh, priest. Man. We're like, where are we going? <laughs> Turns out they took us to the Shinstat Shrine down in Lamar. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it's an amazing experience when you go there. It is on the beach. Well, it's on a It is on the beach. They didn't lie to us. We had a barbecue on the beach and then went to the shrine for the rest of the weekend. (laughs) Okay, yeah. It was a great weekend, though. It it transformed our lives. I mean, we had, I just discovered there that there's, you know, young people like me who really want to live their faith in a dynamic way and change the world with it. And I was hooked. You know, I went to the shrine the first time and it feels like you're at home in there. Just, you know great place to be you got Jesus there Mary's there and uh, you got the uh, Archangel uh, Michael right? yeah uh, stabbing the stabbing the servant stabbing the <laughs> so, pretty serious big little statue there. yeah yeah um, yeah I, I've been to the yeah the Shrine of Mark the uh, yeah it's way down like a back yeah. road there you gotta, you gotta really uh, yeah. Yeah, know where you're going yeah uh, cool view the from the, yeah, it's the awesome. coast there yeah yeah but um, uh, it's almost like I guess the Shrine's lit up right uh <clears throat> so oh, it's yeah. a, um, so it almost doubles as like a uh, uh, yeah it's like a lighthouse. It's, a lighthouse, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> it's true. So, it's yeah. got this cool little outline of red bulbs. Right? Yeah, yeah. I told Katie we were you know really needed that here, and then maybe something blinking might. might <laughs> <up on it. laughs> yeah. But no, but I digress. Neighbors love so, yeah. that. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, it's pretty high up. Like, help the airplanes to see it. You know, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. Plane crashes. Um, yeah, so um, so now you guys decided to make a film about. Um, well, first I guess so. So the the background is um, uh, um, so some of the Schoenstatt people here made a pilgrimage uh, for the hundredth anniversary of what exactly? So which, which is where I, I guess we we'll start before we even get to uh, um, uh, to the film, right? So the film's about people making a pilgrimage. And I guess the thing is, so why was it important to make a pilgrimage, and what's the what was the hundredth year of? Yeah, so we just celebrated the hundred year anniversary of the movement. It began in nineteen fourteen, October of nineteen fourteen, and so it started in a small little town in Germany, but now it's an international movement with so many different styles of living out this spirituality. It started with just a group of fifteen, fourteen seminarians and a young priest, uh, and. It's made such an impact on so many people's lives <clears throat> on an international range that uh, so many people want to be part of that at the foundation, which is Schoenstatt, Germany. And so there were 12,000 people who traveled from around the world to celebrate that. Uh, big sacrifice of time, two weeks, one week in Germany, one week in Rome, uh, including an audience with Pope Francis, which was a pretty amazing experience. Did, did you get a selfie with him? So I've heard. Of, no, it's okay. I was pretty close. It's I, okay if you didn't. I was it's about this far away from him. About, about five He's too busy away. filming a movie. Yeah, I was too busy know. filming, <laughs> running around like a headless chicken, trying to get all the the great footage. Hopefully, it turned out well. We're figuring it out as we go through the editing process what we've got. But it's uh yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty amazing to be present there, just because people were so happy and so. Um, I don't know, people who are passionate about their faith from every country were there knowing they were there with other people who were passionate about their faith and it was just you didn't know someone and you saw them and you connected with them and yeah. it, was, it was just that over and over again for an entire two week process and 
So that's, I don't know. That was a, a, I was lucky enough to go, and it was a pretty awesome experience. And uh, I, I guess the thing is, the shrines are all the same size and the same uh, um, the same design anywhere in the world. And uh, um, so I guess you, you, know, you can't really fit all the uh, thousands of people into that one. <laughs> no, it's kind about of, thirty. People. It's about kind of tight. Kind of tight, right? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like a short stop almost, right? It's sort of like those uh, that that roughly that size, or maybe a little uh, bigger than that. So, yeah. But yeah, but you mean like the fast food restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Sort of like <laughs> I didn't know what you're talking about. So it's yeah, short stop. Uh, but it's probably twice yeah. the size of a short stop, I would say. Okay, long uh, stop. Yeah. So it might be like a P. Terry's or something like that. Or <laughs> yeah. Something along, yeah. Something along those lines. It's kind there. of in the shape of the Waterburger, actually. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like the tall steeple. Yeah. Little, <laughs> if you want to do fast food references. A little more, a little more pious looking, but yeah, no, it's still like a little closer. Yeah. So... Um, uh, so yeah, people made this pilgrimage, and then um, uh, so and I guess uh, so several several people from the from Austin went right. Um, you guys had a had a group. Yeah, I think we had maybe fifty people. Okay, it was a pretty big group. Yeah, from uh, from Austin and from Texas. Um, but yeah, there were several shrines. There's a uh, what you have three shrines in in Texas. Mm-hmm. There's one so. in Rockport. There's one in. San Antonio, and there's one here in Austin. And then, um, and so what? What all went on at the uh, um, at the hundredth anniversary? I mean, I, well, I don't know. Like, uh, were, like me, or, me or Katie, uh, we're both there. I guess. Uh, uh, well, I, I guess we'll go with you since you're. Yeah. yeah, I got to get all the behind the scenes stuff because I had a media badge, so that was pretty awesome. Hmm. So I was running around, and um, it's kind of starting off. People were arriving. A lot of people had never been there before. Um, some had and so it was just a reliving that first experience but just going to the original shrine they had this whole being German they had a very well organized event and uh, it just everything flowed so well so people went into this little shrine that fits 30 people but thousands of people going through and like, having that kind of intimate welcoming of, to the Blessed Mother there and to Jesus in the, the small chapel and People got acquainted with the space, with with the land of Schoenstatt, and then there were so many activities, like a, a, they had tents set up, like a, a pedagogy tent, a family tent, a youth tent, and that just meant like people sharing their projects and sharing, kind of making an engaging experience for the, the people that were visiting. So running like through those Schoenstatt Disneyland, so Schoenstatt yeah. Disneyland, and it was, it was, was there beer? Was the beer was pretty good? They actually, yeah, they had some some festive evenings where okay. it was pretty awesome, like. All kinds of bratwurst and beer, and I don't think anyone got too crazy, but it was a, it was a good time, and yeah. I don't know, it was a lot of fun. That was the that was a fun time, but then also they had the major celebrations, uh, like a vigil celebration, where these guys uh, from all over the world, young guys, are running from Pompeii, Italy, doing a relay race up to Schoenstatt for uh, about. 12 days 10, 10 to 12 days mm. and they arrived there as with this whole arena filled at night and the, so that was a pretty I don't know epic celebration with yeah. a whole crowd whole crowd with lit candles and singing and uh, these guys running in and then the 18th was the big celebration the mass uh, of renewing the covenant of love which the covenant of love is um, as we share a covenant with, with God uh, we have this covenant with Mary, our mother, and this mutual relationship of her and us mutually trying to bring Christ to the world, and she, her being our educator to do that. 
And so we renewed that as a international Schoenstatt community. And then there's a whole wealth of different experiences that were happening. But Cool. Yeah. All right, so we'll take a break, and then we'll get uh, we return. We'll talk about the film itself and about these uh, these people in the film, and how you found them, and you know what their stories are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll let Katie ask a question too, uh, possibly. Uh, so, uh, get ready, so, yeah. people. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. This is Joan Pearsall, and I'm glad to be one of Joe's people. You're listening to Joe's people. Why not pop round to our website at joespeople.com? That's J-O-E-S-P-E-O-P-L-E dot com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash joespeople. Thank you ever so much. Are you ready to add some heroism and meaning to your life? You'll want to see this new Catholic film, Seed of a New World. It promises to be an inspirational story of six individuals from all over the world living out their faith and traveling to celebrate the 100th anniversary of an international Catholic group, the Schoenstatt Movement. You'll see that faith and heroism are alive and well in Burundi, Brazil, Germany, Chile, and the United States. And you'll find out how they can be alive and well in your life too. Before August 6th, Help this film get the funding it needs to arrive safely at a screen near you. Visit kickstarter.com and search Seed of a New World to meet the directors, watch the trailer, and reserve your own digital download of the film. Thanks so much. We couldn't do this without you. All right, we are back. Um, Okay, so now I want to talk about the film itself. Now, um, yeah, I was going to ask, well... Yeah, just talk about uh, these people that are in the film, the pilgrimage that they're making. I guess, uh, or how, how did you choose these people to? Uh, oh well, to like I was saying, that this is this is an international movement, and mm-hmm. it's um, it has its kind of charism and style in every different country, and then um, there are also so many different ways of being involved in this movement. We wanted this film to represent Schoenstatt as a whole, as its entirety and spirituality, and so uh, we wanted to pick people from five different countries where the movement is as large and active and also five different branches of the movement which branches are like the couples branch or like the family branch you guys the are youth in the branch we're in the young professionals branch okay, now yeah. we started in the university men's branch but now we're in the young just the young, young professionals. professionals and uh so yeah so we actually got a couple from chile in south america um a sister from the united states a young guy from Germany, a priest from Burundi. No, the guy from Germany, he didn't have to really go that. He didn't have to. So well, he ran from he did. Pompeii. Did he? Oh, okay. oh, so he ran, <laughs> he up ran up there carrying the torch. Oh, okay. 8,000 kilometers. He, okay, maybe he had the toughest oh, path to get there, actually. Yeah. And, uh, and then we had a young girl from Brazil. And uh, So those are five countries where the movement's really big and present in the church and also in the culture. And so we wanted we showed those ones can't show the whole world there are other countries where it's really big too but we chose those five and then um and, and from different walks of life right? so you have a yeah. so, so you arranged beforehand that a um yeah i mean you, so you videotape them there telling their stories or of their pilgrimage or did they uh yeah um, yeah we actually uh any story any good story has some life and person to follow and so um we didn't want this to just be 
kind of just watching an event happen and take place. We wanted you to, to live this event through the eyes of people. And so that's why we chose to follow uh, five individuals. We have a lot of contacts throughout the Schoenstatt movement throughout the world, and we said, hey, who could be a great person to represent a young girl from Brazil, and uh, how can we get a hold of them? And so we just went about getting people that way, and I was running around following five different <laughs> people throughout the weekend, or throughout the, the couple weeks there, trying to organize, where are you going to be at this time? And then I got to run to this act, different event that's happening. And so it was kind of chaotic, but it was a lot of fun, and... Uh, yeah, so that's the, the, the goal of the movie is to watch this big celebration through their eyes and also get a take of what the last hundred years of the movement has been, what the movement is for them as individuals and uh, in their countries and, and their families. and So, uh, yeah. So why is it so big in Chile? I always wondered that. Uh, is there any particular reason? or uh, The founder was there. Out? Father Kintanik founded the movement and he went there and um, he always kind of he always kind of felt like Chile had like a special mission for renewing the church hmm. um, through the Shinstack charism. He always kind of felt like there was like this special just vibe there, this energy, this missionary energy there that you know he felt like this could really you know go out from here and renew the world. And even he called it like a return, like current, you know, coming back from the Americas back to evangelize Europe. Okay, yeah. So to, to Pay us back for for us, uh, uh, <laughs> not colonizing, but for but for sending missionaries from Europe. It's uh, yeah, they figured it'd be they returned the favor. Yeah, so I mean, it, maybe he he foresaw there'd already be a pope from Argentina, so it's uh, so Argentina's covered. Maybe that was it. So and then, uh, we got a. <laughs> yeah, um, I like Chilean wine. I mean, that's you know, in Argentinian wine. Yeah, really, pretty so great. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, um, and then. Um, so now these. Uh, uh, so so what do you what do you talk about with the? Uh, um, you get into you know their you get into their life stories of these these people and uh, um, also like how they got involved or what all uh, what all do we find out about them? Yeah. So. Or you can just pick one. Out, you don't have to do all or or however you want. The, well, the guy that ran from Pompeii. What's his story? What's. Uh, so he's <laughs> he's got an interesting story. I don't want to give it all away. Yeah. I just want people to watch the movie too, but. Um, he was out of he, breath, no doubt. <laughs> he was very out of breath, yeah. Well. Um, the whole idea with choosing these characters was to show how they're, you know, out there, how their lives have been transformed by the Shinstat spirituality and how they're out there trying to really change the world, trying to be, you know, the seeds of a new world out there where they're living. Um, and in that way, really, like, show how the Shinstat spirituality, like, brings to life the society around it, you know, how it's just, like, this vital force acting in the world obviously the church is like that too obviously you know the Shinsai spirituality is a way of living out our Catholic faith yeah uh, and I talked also about the um, you guys mentioned like being in the Schoenstatt University men's uh, branch and uh, I was talking with um, the bishop about how you know out of 30 guys or so like three of them decided to go to the seminary right mm-hmm. so it's also it generates a lot of a lot of vocations right mm-hmm. um, and it's sort of uh, I was pointing out you know if you because you know we have we have uh, you know stress on vocations, right? And it's like, well, okay, you should be examining what Schoenstatt's doing, right? Right? Um, that some, there's something uh, something's working right there. Yeah, right? there's something there. I think yeah. I think what it really does, if I had to give an answer to that, is oh, I don't have the answer, but an idea is that it gives an authentic living of the faith, and I think that's something that's hard to find 
especially with all the distractions of the world. And so whenever you find that, it just opens you up to just a greater depth, a greater sacrifice for one's faith. And not in a way that um, it's kind of weird and different. It's just like incorporating it into your daily life. Like, I think if most people were to see any of the Shunstead University guys, they'd be like, these are just normal guys, cool guys to hang out with. And so it's, um, I don't know, I think that's what caught us is that the faith is something that's so can be so practically lived and being incorporated into your daily life and it makes you strive for high ideals um, for yourself for the world around you and so that's everyone has their own particular mission and their vocation these guys thinking and we I guess had the question too of the priesthood is one of those possibilities and seeing that if that's the answer for them and then other people obviously discovering their vocations too he reminds me of uh, St. Francis de Sales in the introduction to the devout life he, he talked about um he said it's heresy to, to say that um, that God doesn't belong in the soldier's barracks or the uh, carpenter's workshop or the merchant's uh, office. That um, you know the you're gonna you know you live out your vocation where you are. So and it's not just the religious, right? Um, right. It's uh, um, yeah, it's it's being involved in the world. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, back to our German character, you said you asked about. Um, he's one guy who is really doing a great job of that you know of bringing God to life like in his daily life and uh, it was actually his initiative to start this torch run he, he, he decided that you know Schoenstatt that started so small you know in this tiny town in Germany yet it's become huge now it's in over 60 countries so on every continent of the world um, and he did something that says you know we belong together so he organized this torch run where they ran, he invited, you know, college-age guys from all over the world to join him, running from Italy up to Germany with a torch, and they would run, you know, every kilometer for an intention. And people would send them these intentions from all over the world, like these really personal things. Hmm. And they would, so it became a way of prayer, a way of, you know, carrying, like, the entire movement with them as they were working towards something, towards, you know, this 100-year celebration. And it became just a really beautiful symbol for, you know, we're all journeying together towards these hundred years to renew you know, our spirituality together. And why did so, you pick Pompeii to start from? Just because it was in southern... It southern actually Denver has or, a really uh, deep was. meaning for the founder of Schoenstatt, for Father Kentenich. Um So his whole inspiration for starting the Schoenstatt movement in Germany came from something that happened in Pompeii, um, where there was a guy there who started a Marian shrine, a place of pilgrimage, and it became a a place of grace, um, and it was, and it was just really transforming lives and transforming people in the faith. And um, Father Kentenich kind of saw that as divine providence, like an open door, like, hey, why don't we do that here? You know, and that's how he invited all the guys, all the seminarians who were there to start the Schoenstatt Shrine in Germany. So for him, it became this whole idea of listening to God quietly speaking in your life. Pompeii symbolizes that. Yeah. So it's like back to the origins, back to the source where it all came from. That's why they had to go there to carry the fire for the hundred years up to Shinstat. It reminds me of uh, the Simpsons visited Pompeii, and uh, they had uh, whenever they uh, uh, see Katie stifle like a laughter. <laughs> so, yeah, so they and, so the tour guide goes. So these people they, they were they were frozen as they died uh, in whatever they were doing in, in the course of the day, and they see these uh, people that are perfectly preserved, and there's a. There's like a, a father strangling his son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Homer's thinking, they're just like us. <laughs> yeah, everyday life. 
Sorry, I have to get at least one Simpsons reference. So, <laughs> so now, now is the uh, okay. Yeah. So now the um, our the screen. Okay. So are we going to be submitting it to to uh, Sundance or, or Can? Because if you go to Can and they let me know, then I'll. So I'll, uh, I don't know how many. We haven't gotten to that point yet. I that think can be that. very political. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, um, now this yeah the screening. So uh, we're uh, so we're gonna have screenings in Austin. Uh, are you gonna. Uh, Release on the interwebs, or what? Uh, what all you do? Or I mean, you know, is it is it to be determined? Uh... <laughs> well, we're definitely so we're releasing it for digital download, and you can reserve a copy on our Kickstarter page. I know that sounds like a plug, and I guess that's, that's fine. Yeah, we're not like, like a plug. No. <laughs> um, so it will be released digitally no later than October 11th of this year, and then for the screenings, we're hoping to do them around the time of the actual 101st anniversary celebrations here in Austin. So we'll probably, the, the 18th, October, uh, yeah. yeah, so the 18th is the actual day of the 101st anniversary. Um, so we're going to have a big celebration at the Schoenstatt Shrine here in Austin, which everyone is invited to come to. Um, and then after that, we're hoping to do a screening then. And then we're also hoping to do a screening uh, the Saturday before that on the 17th. And we would like to be able to do it at the Alamo Draft House, but it, a lot depends on whether they have, you know, screens and theaters open. I know Saturday and Sunday are typically pretty heavily trafficked days to begin with. So if that doesn't work out, then we'll probably look at other theaters around Austin. I have people. I can volunteer for, to help you. So yeah, that would be excellent. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. So yeah, we'll we'll be on. We'll, we'll get on that. Awesome. And Thank I'll you. have to have the, the red carpet and all that. So. Oh yeah, yes. definitely um, the red carpet. Yeah. Uh, At least a personal one for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you have that, that that's fine. And, you know, I'll need Joe's um, carpet. Yeah, I'll, I'll have the list of my demands. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And then how? Okay, so yeah, so yeah, you mentioned the Kickstarter. So um, uh, we should also yeah point people to that. So the um, we can do is also put a link from uh, from the podcast to your guys' Kickstarter. So yeah, that would probably make so. it the easiest because I think the URL has like ten numbers in in the <laughs> oh, <laughs> link. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I want to be reading that off. Yeah, yeah. So. but you can and also uh, go to Kickstarter.com and search "Seed of a New World," which is the title of the film. And this is to pay for the the post uh, the post production and the uh, um, all the editing and so yeah, equipment and buying, production you know, everything. Is it going towards beer for the guys or is that no? No, no I can I can verify that. I mean a little bit of beer. When I did the podcast, like a glass of wine kind of helps. It makes it good. It's more. Joe, I run a tight but, ship. Okay, that's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Okay. Try it. Try it. Try not. <laughs> all right, so yeah, absolutely none will go towards alcohol. It just all goes towards editing the film, getting it out there. Unless so. it's alcohol for our donors, then yeah. okay. yeah, we're willing to be a little bit more generous. Okay, that works. <laughs> that, that works. Alcohol at the screening helps. I learned that exactly. with 13th Day. That people, people like that. So yeah, I mean, if it's at yeah. the Alamo Draft Test, then they can even order dinner. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So. And pretzels, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nachos, enchiladas, anything. All right, uh, cool. Well, sounds awesome, and uh, we'll we'll be looking forward to the release. And well, you know, I want Joe's people to you know support you guys. Thanks. Appreciate and um, 
Yeah, and we yeah we're gonna get it to submitted to Sundance at least I think so or uh, yeah, yeah well, I think we'll, we have to yeah, shout we gotta, that. We gotta, we gotta put it in. Yeah, so. it might. <laughs> I think that'll work. Yeah. But all right, cool. Um, all right, well, it was great having you guys on the show. Yeah, thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Yeah. All right, and we'll take a break, and I'll be back. That's the show for this week. I'd like to thank my good friend Katie Martin for joining me as co-host, a beautiful lady with her excellent radio voice, and thanks to Mark and Alex for being our guests this week. You all are doing God's work, so keep it up. Also, a special thanks to my friend Elizabeth for being my announcer for this podcast. That girl's a natural. And thank you for joining us for a mile or two in our walk with God. This is Joe Geisler saying good night and God bless from Austin, Texas. Just like an ear, the old cathedral. I'm so